It is Yodalad Marcheshvan Tavshin Pegimel, the 14th of the month of Marcheshvan, 5783, here at the database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg. However, for the purposes of this Chazara edition of Inyana Diomi, we will be returning to about four to five days ago when it was Ches Marcheshvan, the 8th of Marcheshvan. The reason being that the Daf at that time, which was also Ches Meseches Nadarim, the 8th Daf of Nadarim, there we find a beautiful connection to this week's Parsha, which is Parsha's Vayera, a connection which we will elaborate on in just a moment after we first thank our sponsor this week, Jonathan Falk, Lily Nishmas's grandmother, whose name is Esther Elka Basyakova Cohen, her Neshama should have an Aliyah, and if you as well would like to partner up with us here at the database with a sponsorship, or if you have questions, comments, concerns, or recommendations, or you want to join the database podcast WhatsApp group for frequent updates and links for every uploaded shear, then all you have to do is reach out to me at thedatabase at gmail.com. That's the data, then base, B-E-I-S, at gmail.com. Now let's take a look at this particular Gemara, where we find in the name of Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, the Amar, Ein Gehenim Lolam Haba. Reish Lakish, Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, said that there is no Gehenim in Olam Haba in the world to come. So what happens? Hashem, as it were, takes the sun out of its sheath. Perhaps a familiar lashon. And what happens? Sadikim misrapin ba. It's sadikim. They are going to be healed. The righteous will be healed through that sun. Rishayim nidonim ba. The rishayim are going to be judged by. It. They're going to be condemned by it. Shneimar v'zarcha lachem yereshmi shemesh v'gomer. And what's going to happen? It'll shine for them. The sun will shine for them. Those who fear my name, the shemesh. And not only that, but they're going to have delight for Mishnah Amar, and shall go forth and leap as calves of the stall. So, where do we find that this particular Lashon, a Lashon that describes the sun being taken out of its sheath? We find it in none other than a Rashi in this week's Parsha Vayera, when the Torah tells us that Avram Avinu was sitting outside the tent, like the heat of the day, at the heat of the day, says Rashi in the name of the Gemara of Metzia. That on that day, Hashem brought forth the sun from its sheath, in order that he should not be burdened by wayfarers. And of course, as the Gemara continues, that when Hashem saw, as it were, that Avram was pained by the lack of wayfarers, by the lack of guests, that's why Hashem brought the angels in the form of people, in the form of guests who can be um, who could be hosted in his particular home. Now, what exactly is the connection, other than the obvious uh, word usage, the choice of words in both the, this Gemara and the Gemara Nadarim? So we find, again, the reference to the sun being taken out of its sheath, and apparently it was significant in the time of Avon Ravinu, and it was significant, or will be significant in the time of Masad Lavo, when, once, once again, when there's no Gehenim, but the judgment of the world is going to come in the form of this bright, hot sun that's going to cause delight and healing to the Tzadikim, but to the Rishoyim, they're going to be condemned through it. They're going to be sentenced through it. So in a longer idea, which I had written up upon um, in, with regards to uh, Sukkot, we find a very interesting Gemara that, as well, uses the same wordplay. It's a Gemara on Avodah Zarah on Daf, Gimel, which has a long agadah about what's going to happen when Hashem is about to give reward and to, to allot 
and allocate the reward for all those who kept the Torah. So what does the Gemara say there? That all the Umas Olam, the nations of the world, are going to come complaining to Hashem, saying, hey, why can't we get reward for this? Maybe if, we've, if we had been given a chance to accept the Torah, maybe we could earn the reward as well. And the Gemara goes back and forth on whether or not they have a valid claim. And despite all the claims against the Umas Olam, Hashem decides to give them one more chance, and He gives them that one more chance in the form of the mitzvah of Sukkah. And the Gemara tells us, that they say, okay, we're going to go for it. They all start building their sukkos until Hashem, once again, is motzi chamamin artika. Hashem takes the sun out of its sheath, and it's, it's, it's boiling hot. And when the tekufas tamas, the hot sun of tamas, is beating upon them, they exit their sukkos, they kick their sukkos, and demonstrate that they didn't really care and love the mitzvah. And of course, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, um, is justified in not giving them the reward for not only not having accepted the Torah or having fulfilled the Torah, but not even the desire to, to, to do the mitzvahs of the Torah. So in a longer discussion, once again, I had addressed the question of why exactly Hashem would put them in a position to exempt them from the mitzvah, right? If Hashem is going to give them a mitzvah, let them at least have the chance to do it. What's the whole point in, in giving them a mitzvah that they're just going to be exempt from? And the answer is, that the Gemara already explained that they no longer had the right to fulfill mitzvahs to receive reward, because the Pasuk says, Hayom velo lamachar. The reward is today and not for tomorrow. And if that's the case, they can't receive reward for doing a mitzvah, but maybe, just maybe, they could receive the schar for the desire to do the mitzvah, their genuine and sincere wanting and longing for the mitzvah. And so, of course, the only way to test that would be to give them the mitzvah and then exempt them from it, see if they really wanted to do it. And of course, by kicking the sukkahs on their way out, they demonstrated that, in fact, they did not want uh, the mitzvah. And so if we compare to the time that Avram Avinu was sitting outside in the heat of the day when Hashem took the sun out of its sheath, when Avraham as well was exempt from mitzvahs, and even though we say with regards to sukkah, mitzta'er patr minas sukkah, and the Gemara, in fact, uses this argument there. And the Gemara says, yes, they were putter, but the way they reacted was the problem. It was the fact that they kicked the sukkah on the way out, showing their disdain for it. Look at Avraham, and look at how Rashi describes Avraham in our Parsha. Rashi does also describe Avraham as mitzta'er, but not out of his physical pain from his brismila, his circumcision, which took place three days prior, but he was mitzta'er from the fact that he was not able to do the mitzvah. Not because the sun was so hot, not because his bris was in pain, but because he couldn't do the mitzvah. That's why he was mitzvah, out of his genuine love and, and yearning to do the mitzvah, that at the time he was exempt from doing and he wasn't able to do it. That's what caused Avraham the pain. And of course, Avraham Avinu for, you know, was, was the first Jew. This demonstrates the difference between a Yiddish outlook and a Goyesh outlook. Wanting to do the mitzvahs or not wanting to do the mitzvahs. Wanting to be exempt, wanting to be putter, and wanting to be chayev, wanting to have the opportunity to do it. And what's very interesting is that even though Rashi in this week's parsha in Chumash tells us that the day that this scene took place, Kechom Hayom, the angels visiting Avraham, was on Pesach, but if you look at Rashi in the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, Dafir Aleph, there Rashi indicates that this was actually none other than Sukkot when this story took place. So Machlokas between Rashi and the Gemara and Rashi and the Midrashim on Chumash but the point is that we find that connection, that the same place where it all started for the Jewish people, with Avram Avinu and Hashem taking the sun out of its sheath, that's exactly where it's going to end, La'asad Lavo, when 
not only when the nations of the world want to try to see if they can milk any schar from the Torah, from any schar from mitzvah, and not only then, but even when the actual judgment comes, not in the form of Gehenna, says Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, but in the form of the very same sun taken out of its sheath. And for those who are tzaddikim like Avram Ravinu, it's going to be a source of healing. It's going to be a source of, of inspiration and delight. However, the Rishayim will be judged through that very same sun. We should be zochah to be among those in the former group who will be healed and delighted by that sun. Thank you for joining us here at the database.